This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive passive income. Join me now. So welcome to Wealth on the Beach podcast. My name is Daniel Alonzo and I am your host. We're talking with the incredible Danny Morell. Okay, Danny Morell is an author, broker, business owner, and leader in the real estate industry who resides in Southern California. In 2017, his brokerage closed nearly $1 billion in sales volume and only its sixth full year in business. His companies have featured were featured in Inc. 500, Inc. 5000 lists as one of the fastest growing companies in America between 2015 and 2017. This is what a stud looks like, okay? So just let's just get that. I was thinking that this is what a stud looks like. Let's just get that out of the way right now, okay? So so before we get started, quick question. Yeah. What does mojo mean to you? Mojo. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. You've been you've been watching some of my stuff. I have. I have. So, you know, mojo brings me back to Austin Powers. Remember Austin Powers? Mm-hmm. And if you remember one of the, you know, the funny things about the movie is that you know, you know, he, he had his mojo. And with his mojo, he can do anything, right? And then when he lost his mojo, like he just couldn't function, the guy. Right. And all of a sudden, the bad guy started winning him so forth and so, beating him so forth and so on. And you know, when it comes to sales, when it comes to business, I have always thought that the two key ingredients are, you know, number one, your personal mojo, how you're feeling, what you're thinking about, what you're aspiring to become, what you're dreaming about. And the number two, your skills, your ability to communicate in a powerful fashion where people like you, trust you, respect you, want to follow you, want to do business with you. So I would say that that's what mojo means. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's energy. I mean, the energy you it put is, out in the universe, man, is what you get back. Yeah, I believe in that. I know some people say law of attraction is bullshit, but I just, I believe there's something about when you put out your energy yeah. and you give somebody your energy, I just feel like the universe brings lots of good stuff back to you. I don't know, what do you think about it's that? It's so funny. Being here brings me back memories um, because I was 25 years old. I can't believe this, I can't, 20, 25 years old where I used to, I, I started thinking about what it would be like to live in a dream home, you know? And I remember, you know, kind of running through these neighborhoods in Rancho Cucamonga, and that's where I first bought my first property, like on, on Day Creek. You know, mm-hmm. most 25-year-olds, they're not even thinking about, they're not thinking about anything, right? Right, right? And then, I'll never forget, I think I was 28. And at 28, I ran by this neighborhood, which is, you know, Havenview Estates, obviously. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Is that yeah, okay? yeah, it's okay. It's and, right. uh, and I saw my, my, my house that was being built at the time, and um, and I declared that I would live in here. And you know, it was funny. People used to like show up, and they thought that we were either the help or like the kids of the help. You know, my <laughs> wife and I were so young at the time. Right, right. And uh, yeah, so just I bring that up because you know what you believe, what you think about, who you're around. Uh, it it literally is everything. We are all one. We are all interconnected, and that's why it's so important for you to get your energy focused 
and aim towards the right way. Love that. Love that. Because you're gonna end up there. And, yeah. and so, so when, so we're, we're gonna, man, this, this is gonna be a phenomenal podcast. We got a lot of stuff to cover yeah. in a short period of time. But look, what, what was your childhood like, man? I mean, what did your parents do? Yeah. So, um, you know, my parents, my dad worked at a carpet factory. Um, from what I remember, and uh, my mom worked at New York Life Insurance Agency in New York City. And, you know, for the most part, things were going okay, okay. And then at 13, they split up. And my mom brought myself, being the oldest, and my two youngest brothers here to, to California. And, and that's where I find a fir first land. And it was so funny. Do you remember the movie? What the heck was the name of the movie? It was like Lean On Me with the really bad high school where the kids were like oh, yeah, beating yeah, yeah, each yeah, other, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, that yeah, movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Edward O'Connor. Edward, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right, right, yeah. And, um, and uh, anyhow, I remember pulling up to Frisbee Junior High, which is in Rialto, California, and I remember being nervous as all heck because I was so sheltered in New York. We lived, you know, on the you know seventh floor of a building. We went to private school. I rarely went outside, and then California is just a different landscape, you know? And I remember feeling like I was walking into that movie. I remember my shoes got threatened to be stolen. My bike was stolen. Someone took my pizza from me, which was like the dinner we had for the night, like all kinds of bad stuff. But that's what happens when you grow up in the hood. You know, it's just, it was just normal to me. And so, uh, so yeah, childhood was, I think, a blessing because it made me who I am. It made me now be able to relate to, you know, um, you know, wealthy people, poor people, people that are down and out, people that are hurting, people that are struggling, people that are on the rise. And I think, as you know, uh, the more people you can relate to, the more versatile you are. I think that the it, it, it's it's versatility. I'll just put it this way: it's a great tool to have in your arsenal. Were you a bad kid, good kid, good grades, bad I've grades? I've always been a good kid because I've always had a conscious, and I think that that conscious has helped me in business. I I I. I I desire to do the right thing, you know. I remember one time, I can't believe this is coming up, but it's coming up, so I'm gonna give it to you. I remember in junior high, like there was an abandoned house, uh, and my friends convinced me to like break into the house. Yeah, I can't believe it. I I've never said this before. But my friends convinced me to break into the house just because we thought it was the cool thing to do. And I felt so guilty that I did it that I went home and I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I wanna let you know something. I broke into the house. You know, Mijo, why'd you do that? I don't even know why I did it. I feel guilty. I'm sorry. So I think I was a good kid, but I had bad grades because school for me wasn't entertaining enough. It didn't get to the point enough. Like I, I wanna I wanna go and I wanna grow and I wanna get there now type of deal. And school just felt like I took a little time. Well, it was boring. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was boring. I mean, look, I, I think the school system, it's broke these it's days. Really, I mean, there's, really it's a challenge. It and really I think is. a lot of kids are getting lost in the system. Yeah. And, and of course, I was lost in the system. I was maybe a little bit different. I was one of the bad kids. So really? I got in a lot of trouble. Really? I, I, the, me and the principal, man, we were you knew best buddies. Yeah, yeah we, we knew each other. Um, but I just think, uh, you know, the, the education system needs to be revamped. It's, yeah. And uh, do, do you agree with that? I agree 100%. I do homework with my kids now mm -hmm. and math. Right. Like, what the heck happened to math? Right. I don't even know how to teach them or help them. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I'm a believer in is that society puts so much pressure on us to do or be or say or whatever. When it comes to schooling, I'm a product of it. Like... I got by and, and, you know, quite frankly, my vision, my energy, and my desires is what got me where I'm at today. So I tell my kids, listen, I don't expect you to have A's, but I also can't have you have F's or D's. Mm -hmm. So just 
get me out of red. Like get yourself out of red. Red is like if you have a D or an F. And you know, they know they have consequences. If they're ever in red, their phones get taken away. And the minute that they're out and they're good, we reward them and we encourage them, but we don't ever allow them to feel bad or feel less than because of anything that another human being created, wow. any structure or any system. I just won't do it. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. And so you, you worked at the swap meet. I did. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, when I, I started real estate sales at 20 years old and that's how we would get leads. Uh, I would set up a booth at the swap meet and as people would walk by, you know, I remember at the time the guy said, listen, all I need you to do is get me five leads per, per, per day. So he would drop me off Saturday and Sunday. So that was like, you know, 10 leads and he gets, and all I want you to do is give me the name and the phone number. If you just give me the name and the phone number, then Monday through, through Wednesday, I'll go ahead and I'll call them up. I'll convert the lead, I'll make them the sale, and, 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 and life will be great. And I will tell you something else that I, I don't share too often. I didn't even, even expect him to pay me. And I think this is a big, big lesson that you know hopefully your, your listeners can get. Everybody nowadays wants to get paid now. They want the results now. They want to live in the big house now. What they don't understand is at times the lessons and the and, and that you can learn and the value that that leadership like you can provide for them is some not sometimes it's always way more valuable than money itself. So I told the guy I said, "Listen, just teach me the game. That's enough." Because I believed in myself enough to know that if I could just learn the game, I could take it from there. See, most people don't believe in themselves and us. Most people don't realize the potential they have to take, you know, information and create something. So therefore, since they don't believe, they need to get something out of the relationship. They need to make a little money. I always saw things a little bit. It, it's short-term thinking. It's short-term thinking. Short-term thinking. Really I mean, I, look, I worked for several months when I started in business and I got paid nothing. Yeah. I went on like 20 appointments wrote like 20 sales with my sure. trainer. He made all the money, I got nothing, yeah. but I got the education. Yeah. So the day I got licensed, I was off and running. I kicked the shit out of everybody right. because right. I, I already knew what right. I was doing. Absolutely. I had all that, that ed education. Yeah. So, hey, look, uh, what, what was the, I mean, obviously, I mean, we all made mistakes and of course they're just the stepping stones to get into where we want to go. But sure. I mean, tell me about a couple of mistakes that you might've made in business early on that you know, that maybe, you know, helped you get this thing right. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm going to get deep, but you know, I, I recently, um, I just taught this today to, to my mastermind group. Um, you know, I think when you start off in life and your entire adolescence had been spent in poverty, and you know, we were on welfare and we didn't have a lot of money and you know, all the kids had, you know, the nice lunches and the nice cars and I was, you know, dead broke and I had to stand in the free lunch line, but I was embarrassed by that. So I, you know, I, I didn't do that. And sometimes I wouldn't need or whatever the case may be. When you finally like come out, unfortunately what happens is that builds a story in you. And the story is, is that unless you have money, you will not be accepted and you will not be loved. And so I spent the better half of like 10, 15 of my first couple of years in business to where I would make money and then I would go spend it on stuff, whether it be a nice flashy car, a, a, you know, a gold watch or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I unfortunately nowadays because of Instagram and because of social media, I think that's only getting worse. 
And I think that we are looking at people for the wrong reasons. We're looking up to them for the wrong reasons. I think a lot of people are out there faking it. I think a lot, a lot not I think, I think I know because, because I know the Instagram game. 90% of the people that are out there in their Ferraris and their whatever, it's complete BS. And all they really have is a whole bunch of monthly payments that they could barely afford. And I think that profit must come first as a business person. And profit will only come first once you clear up in your heart the issues that you have as a human being and the stories you've created and the need that you have for stuff. And uh, once you do that, then, then life gets fun because money is not an issue, man. You know, deals are not an issue. Like, becoming a millionaire is like, I don't want to say easy, but it's, it's pretty freaking easy. It really, really is. We overcomplicate it. So. Well, I think one of the biggest uh, challenges for salespeople is that when they spend too much money, they get over leveraged. And, and, and the problem is, is they feel anxious to write that sale because if they don't write the sale, they can't eat. And so that, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like the desperation. Absolutely. Uh, it, 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 it turns clients off. You know, when you see somebody that's desperate and they're sweating at the kitchen table because if they don't write a sale, right. they're, they can't pay their mortgage, that's not attractive to no. me. I mean, and so at 21 years old, Danny, I decided, man, I'm gonna get financially independent, man. I was, I was, I was making 300,000. I was making $300,000 a year and I was driving around in a $10,000 maxima. Good for you. Okay, because yeah. all I was doing is I was socking my money away. Yeah. I was 28 years old, I had a million dollars saved. Oh my so God. So I was that cash awesome. millionaire yeah. at 28. So at that point, and I was earning about 500,000 in passive right. income. Passive income. Right. Just, right. just income. And so for me, that was the best decision. And yes. so when I talk to anybody, I always try to make sure that they understand that it's about financial independence, it is. not about trying to impress a bunch of people that, come on, I mean, really, do they really care about you at the Nobody end of the day? Does. Nobody, Nobody does, does, man. So yeah. you better put on your oxygen mask first, yes. you know, and so anyways, hey, yes. how, how, did the, how did the 2008, man? I mean, what? because you're in real estate, so what, yeah. how did that affect you? You know, it, it affected me quite a bit because at the time I had a coaching company. I had a coaching company and you know we were starting to put out our seminars and, and, and do our events and so forth and so on. And really the industry just like literally like just, they, they, it just collapsed. And people loved our seminars, they loved our events, but unfortunately what was happening was that people just had to make a decision. They had to decide between you know paying for our coaching services and going to our events or paying for the groceries. It just was what it was, man. It was, it was pretty rough. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. And so we're, we're our, because I remember I'm from a real estate family. So I don't know if you know Marty Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's my second aunt. Oh, okay, cool. So she's one of the people that was she's always one of my, oh, yeah, she, yeah she's, she's amazing and she's one of my mentors in life and uh, very blessed that she's a family member. And, but I remember her telling me, because I remember when all that was happening. And she said the difference uh, between the ones that make it and the ones that don't are the ones that make it are the ones that just don't give up and right. they just keep going. And so what are some of the things you would recommend to people when they're going through that kind of adversity? How do they overcome that? Yeah, you know, I would say remember this and this is going to get tough because emotions get in the way, but control what you can control. 
You can't control what happens in the economy, but you can control what you think about what happens in the economy. You can't control the fact that um, there's less clients to service, but you can control your ability to convert the clients that there are out there to service. You know, um, Perspective is everything, guys, and as long as you can attach a healthy meaning to everything that's happening in your life, you're always going to come out on top. You're always going to come out on top. And that's, I, I want to challenge your listeners to, to think about that. Perspective is everything. You know, so many of us waste so much time and energy because someone said something bad or someone let you down or someone that you were counting on didn't come through or that sale that you thought that was going to happen didn't actually happen. You can't control it. You can't control it. And one of the blessings that I've had in my life is that I've always been able to look at those things as just part of my journey. Like I would literally tell myself, Daniel, it's okay. There, there's a reason for it. I'm just learning from this and it's all right. I'll get the next one. Where I know a lot of people, you know, we have over 400 agents in the company. It's one of the major struggles that our people have or that anybody has in businesses. A deal doesn't go through and they're just devastated by it. You can't control it, you know? So why waste the time or energy on it? Just keep, just keep moving keep, forward, keep man. Just keep away. moving keep forward. So you said healthy. You're a health guy, man. You believe yeah, in health and really you believe do. in fitness and you believe in really taking do. care of our bodies. So do. you didn't always look like this. No. So tell us what you used to look like and, and how you turned that around. Yeah, so I, I, like right now I'm between 161, 165-ish. Um, and I used to hover between 185 and 195-ish. And it's interesting, Daniel, I would still go to the gym every day. Every day, like 4.30 in the morning, you know, you know, I had to get there at a certain time, stressed out, so forth and so on. And, and what I didn't realize, because it was almost impossible for me to realize it, what I didn't realize was that there were so many other factors to being a healthy human being. It's not just, haha, I get to the gym every day. What are you consuming? How much water are you drinking? What type of food are you consuming? You know, so forth and so on. Who are you hanging around? How are the way they live their life? How is that subconsciously influencing you? Are you around healthy people? Is that an issue you're even discussing or talking about? And all of these things, once I finally started to realize that, you know, I, I had this story and the story was that all Hispanics are fat. That was my story, by the way. That was my story. That was, your limiting that was belief, my right? limiting belief, yeah, right? That was my limiting belief because a lot of my family has health issues, you know? And so I created the story that all Hispanics are fat. And so as much as I would go to the gym every single day, I was still fat, right. you know? I didn't even realize it, you know? Finally, once I realized that, no, not all Hispanics are fat, are fat dummy, you're just making fat choices, you know what I'm saying? That's what they started to change around for me, and that's the beauty of it, is that maybe your listener might have a limiting belief about their money. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, all millionaires are evil. I'm not evil, you're not evil. I don't think a lot of these people around here are evil, you know? Okay, well, that one's gone. Well, then um, money is the root of all evil. No, well, if you want to believe that, it is. But also, if anybody ever needs my help, I'm there to help and I'm there to contribute mm -hmm. and I'm there to support. Okay, well, that, you know, people just try to find a reason why they're not succeeding. And so my reason for not succeeding in my health life was very simple. All Hispanics are fat. And once that got eliminated, I lost the weight though. It literally just came off. So cool, man. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, what, what's, I mean, when you think about, cause I, I know you're big on who you hang around and, and keeping yourself in the right environments and the standards of what are a couple of standards of people that you like to be around? 
Yeah, I, I think integrity and honesty is first. And, and by the way, that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. But it means that if integrity and honesty is a priority in your life, that even when you mess up, you'll be able to look someone in the eye and say, bro, you know what? You're right, my bad. I messed up on that one. And, and I'm going to learn from that. And when integrity and honesty is not important, people mess up and they try to like hide it or avoid it because people aren't really being their authentic self, you know? Uh, I think number two, spirituality is very important, and 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 not and I I don't believe not just like the dogma of religion, you know, because just like people that go to the gym every day but are still fat, there's people that go to church every weekend, two times, two times, two times, two times, two times and they're horrible people, horrible people. Like <laughs> I would not hang around them because they're judgmental and they're cruel and they're mean and they they stick you know the Bible in your face with it. That's you know there's issues inside. I'm talking about. A spiritual connection. I'm talking about people who are working on themselves as human beings. You know, um, I, I I think I think another one is um, uh, uh, just wanting to contribute and do good in society. You know, I love people who are entrepreneurs. I don't even care if you're down or not. I don't care if you're struggling, but just the fact that you have the desire to be something great and you're pushing for it and you're striving for it, it doesn't matter where you're at. It matters where you want to be at. That's what matters the most, you know? And I think finally, I like being around big thinkers, quite frankly. But big thinkers, not because of materialism or because I, I, I wanna get this or I wanna, I, I, big thinkers because of what's possible for our lives. You know what I'm saying? What's possible for our lives? I just came back from Costa Rica last month. I'm going to Colombia this month. I'm taking my boys, you know, uh, to a trip to Florida the next month, the following month. I think I'm gonna go right back to Costa Rica. It's like. You know, the, I'm traveling more this year than I have probably in the last six or seven years combined just because finally somebody helped me to wake up and realize, like, get out there. Go live life, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you want to go be free like that, it's interesting. You build your business in a way where it allows you to be free, where it allows you to experience things. And and you don't learn that. you, you Or you don't become that. You, you kind of learn that from, from the people that you have in your life. Well, look, that, that's happiness. It I, is. I believe right? happiness yeah, is. is progress. Yeah, and it is. So it's not, it's not that, you know, if I didn't make a billion dollars, I'm sad. Right. If, if I don't, you know, if I don't achieve that goal that I thought I was going to, and I fell a little bit short, it's the, the fact that I'm making progress. That's it's right. the fact that I'm becoming a better version of Daniel Alonzo yeah, every day. Absolutely. And just trying to get better. I'm not perfect. I say the wrong things. I yep. piss people off. Yep. I mess up. I'm, yep. you know, but at least I'm trying to get least, better. Yeah. I, I don't go to bed without uh, watching a YouTube video or reading a chapter or doing something, something. to get my mind right every day. Yeah. So I love podcasts. I mean, right. listen, what a, what a blessing this kind of stuff is. I mean, you understand, guys. You're sitting next to a guy that built a, a, a finance. I mean, a, a real estate company in six, seven years. And he's doing a billion dollars in sales. Yeah. That, that's not a little thing. Yeah. That's huge. That is a big, big deal. And so and you get that information. You get his insight. You get his thinking. And so uh, you better share this, by the way. And if I could say something, Daniel. <laughs> you know, the, I think the mistake people make when they're watching podcasts. Everything I've given you so far and everything you've given them so far. Don't look past it. Like I've been talking about energy. I've been talking about being positive. I've been talking about perspective is everything. I've been talking about control only what you can control. 
what you think is, there's gotta be more. No, guys, that's the game. That's right. The, the game is 100% in your head. How you can manage your thoughts. Mind management is the essence of life management, right? That's why I meditate every single day. Every single day I meditate because I'm learning to quiet my mind. My mind naturally will go negative. My mind naturally will go doubtful. Why? Because the mind exists in the future or in the past. You got to stop existing in the future or the past. You got to start existing in the present, in the present right now. And once you get comfortable with that, then you can start envisioning what you want. Then you can start detailing, you know, what it is that you need to do today or whatever the case may be. But I, I think most people who haven't made it, they haven't made it because there's too much clutter up here. Totally. Yeah. All right, man. What's it like? Uh, oh, by the way, this is the Wealth on the Beach podcast with Daniel Alonzo. My special guest today is Danny Morell. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, this is what a stud looks like. All right. So anyways, <laughs> what, what is it like to meet Alex Rodriguez or Kobe Bryant? Man? Oh, that's I mean, a good so. so Kobe is coming to our event yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what it's like to meet him uh, yet. Just okay. yet. All right. um, A-Rod was something special for me because my brother and I grew up uh, really as A-Rod fans and Yankee fans. Mm -hmm. So then when A-Rod joined the, Yan the Yankees, it was like really a big deal. And you know, really that event, Relentless, is, is essentially just my way to give back, to be, to be quite honest. And, um, but I just happen to be a really big thinker. And so you know, if you're gonna go for it, go for it. So the first year we had Gary uh, come out and then last year uh, interviewing A-Rod was awesome. And he's a genuinely great human being. To this day, I message him, he messages me back. He's, he's not, at least with me, he, he's been nothing but cordial. And just, just a good guy, man. Just a really good Very guy. Very cool. And so what, what makes him different, do you think? Like, why, why, what makes him different from the masses, man? Because there's a lot of people that have done baseball, played baseball. Yeah, you know why what is I he think? different, man? I, re I respect him because he went through adversity. Big time adversity. Okay. Um, and you see, again, most people are judgmental. Most people point the finger. Most most people say, you know, oh well, you know, this happened or this. Happened. I don't. I, I I realize that we're all human beings, and I realize that the adversity he went through and the pressure that he went through, literally with like the eyes of baseball on him, and look at who he's become today as a result of that. Respect. To me, respect. And that, and that's probably what made him a great Hall exactly, of Fame baseball it's player. It's exactly what he needed to go through. Right. You know, and, and we're all on a journey, you know? Awesome, so, man. How important is passive income to you, man? I mean, how you know, it's, is it's, residual it's, passive It income? is now the only reason I operate on a business level is to develop businesses that pay me passively whether I show up or not. You know, we've been blessed. I still train my people and I coach my people so forth and so on, but our chief operating officer runs operations. My brother runs sales production. For the most part, the company's good, you know? Um, the coaching company that I now have is, is highly leveraged. I hand select the people that I work with. Um, they pay me handsomely to help them, but I, I, it requires two to three hours a week from me at, at, at the most. And I'm sure you can appreciate it. I mean, I literally, like if you pencil out what I am needed for, I think maybe I have to work five hours a week, maybe if that, you know, type of deal. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm yeah. proud of that because a lot well, of people- Well, you should be. You yeah. should be because that, that to me 
is what we, I just did another podcast early this morning and, and we were talking about the fact that, man, people are getting laid off at 55, yeah. 60 years old. They're working all these years with these companies. And it's, un, it's very unfortunate that you give your life to a company and at, when you need them the most, they let you down and you're gone. I mean, they, they, I mean you're expendable. But it's reality. It's reality. And so it's since it it's reality, you got to prepare for it. You do. Yeah. You yeah. do. And, and you better start building multiple streams of income. We have yep. 43 locations today. We have 1,500 licensed agents. And never before in my life have I been more excited about growth and about progress and right. about helping because really it's now my life is about helping these people that's exactly get to about. where I'm at because right. that, that's where they want to be that's and, exactly. and that's what they they've given me their trust and their and I I, I won't let you down you no. give me a little bit of faith man I will yeah. not let you down and so that's very important to me hey man um, why is the news bad and why should we never watch the freaking news man we shouldn't even talk about it that's okay how, that's how there you go is. we that's, won't even talk about it just, no that's one of my it's so funny you said it and I felt a little I pit in like it. my never but, 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 but look if you don't know any different right. just please take it from us mm-hmm. immediately cut it from your life it. it's over it's done. Don't ask why. Just he, he just said it. Give me a little bit of faith. Have a little bit of faith in what I'm teaching you right now and what we just shared with you. Just stop watching it forever because there's a purpose behind it. And the purpose is to rile up that mind and get you thinking the wrong way. That's Good stuff. Hey, um, what, what, about, uh, what about vision, man? Why is vision the foundation of everything and how our life begins at vision? Because without vision, you don't know where you're headed. And, you know, if I may, another thing that I think newer entrepreneurs struggle with, let's say, for example, that vision is on the other side of that wall. And that wall right there are your bills. The reason why people don't make it as big as they want to make it is because they have a difficult time seeing past the wall. You got to get past your bills. You got to get past you know, what do you guys call it, writing a sale? Mm-hmm. You gotta get past writing a sale because it means that you're one step closer to pass, to pay your bills. No, screw that, no, that's easy. You gotta look 10 years ahead of that. You gotta look and you gotta write that little sale, whether it puts, you know, $15 a month in residual income, I don't know how you guys' comp plan works or whatever the case may be, but that's $15 a month towards the vision, you know? That's how you need to start looking at it. And if you don't change that perspective, you're gonna stay stuck living at the wall or just past the wall. You gotta have a big vision, you know? And, and to be honest, when I was younger, you know, I wish I would've had your coaching or your guidance. You obviously had great parents around you that taught you about financial freedom. I didn't have that. So, you know, when, when I, I wish I would've had that. Take, take it from me, make the vision about freedom, not about stuff. That's the best advice I can give you. And so let's talk, man, we, there's a lot of salespeople out there right sure. now. Sure. A lot of salespeople and how do we become better salespeople? Because you train these guys to be card-carrying studs, man. Yeah, man. How do, we, how do we train these guys right? So I'll tell you a story of how it happened for me and why I feel it's so important. You, you know, when you put a house for sale, it's called you take a listening. So... I remember that, you know, and most people in real estate avoid taking listings. They work with buyers because buyers are easier. You just open the door, you let them in, if they like it, they write an offer. That sort of thing, right? Well, I found myself in a position where my vision, where my vision caused me to want more than that. 
I was working seven days a week, selling about 28 homes a year. Income-wise, at the time, that was, you know, I don't know, 80 grand or whatever the case could be. Back then. I wanted to make a million bucks a year. I wanted to be the first one in my family to do that, right? And so I knew that the only way mathematically that I could do it was I wasn't able to do it based off of the current model because there just were not enough hours. So I knew that I had to leverage myself better. And in our business, how you leverage yourself better is through listings. Well, the only way to sit in front of someone and have a conversation and cause them to sign a contract is to learn what to say. So how do you become better salespeople? Number one, it starts by you having a vision of being financially free. Without that vision, you'll never put in the work that I'm about to tell you you have to do. And then number two, I practice my scripts, I would say every single day for a minimum of an hour for two and a half years. Every, to the point where it became robotic. To the point where you could come up with any excuse or any objection, I could, I could dice you and slice you and I'll, I'll have you sign. When you have that type of confidence that anyone can get, it wasn't naturally born. It wasn't that it's something I was naturally good at. I just wanted it so bad that I put in the work, that's when you'll become a better salesperson. Because all of a sudden, all the fear of rejection, all of the everything will go away because you know your destiny is not in your hands. It's right here. It's in what you say. Yeah. And, and it's funny because uh, I always equate it to a song. You sure. know, like, like we all know how to sing Row, Row, Row yeah, Your yeah. Boat, yeah. right? It's the memorization of a song. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. Kids and the world can memorize an Ariana Grande song yep. just like that in three yep. days because they'll listen to Ariana Grande's song like over and over and over again. And what you're doing is you're memorizing, our, I mean, are you kidding me? Right. Memorize your scripts. Memorize, memorize scripts. I mean, go listen and watch superstar salespeople teach you exactly what to say and how to say it. Absolutely. And then just copy that's it isn't it crazy in that's school it. remember how they, they used to catch you copying off right. the person next to you and right. you'd get in trouble right well now we're telling you just go copy go copy go figure copy. out what the best are doing and do what they're doing and uh, you agree with that it's I mean, so funny you know because we're launching I'm, I'm in the process of launching my, well we've been in business a year and a half my new coaching okay. company i went out and i found the two best coaches and, and listen to this please because the information you get from him is free you know for all your team I pay 50 grand a year to have these two guys coach me. And I literally just copy exactly what they tell me to do. That's it. I pay for the information, brand new business. Our first year we did a million dollars in revenue in a brand new industry, but why? Because I found the best, I paid them for the information, I just copied it and now it's just about scaling it. You know, that's it. Crazy. Yeah. I, I do a coaching program every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Oh, cool. And people pay to get on. It's called Wealth on the Beach Club. Okay, good. And uh, and it's crazy because it's nowhere near $50,000. Uh-huh. And people, oh, they still won't, won't, oh, they still won't oh. sign up. It's like unbelievable. So, yeah. so seriously, yes. Wealth on the Beach Club, sign up today. You should. Hey, how do we build leaders, man? Because I'm all about leadership and about building leadership. Um, how? What are some of the things that you did to build good leaders? You first got to become one. There you go. Yeah, you first got to become one. You and, and, and how do you lead others? You got to learn to lead yourself. And that's where the health comes in. That's where waking up early comes in. That's where meditating comes in. That's where having a purpose comes in. That's where having integrity comes in. That's where a deal went south and you promised to pay something and it's going to cost you money and you got to fork up the check comes in type of deal. That's where, that's where doing the right thing comes in. 
because people won't ever follow somebody that they can't trust, you know. And I, I really believe you build leaders by first showing an example of, of what a leader or what type of leader you want to have in your organization. And then number two, you know, the cream always rises to the top. And you know this, you know. Not everybody is meant to be a leader. Not everybody wants to be a leader. But those that do, you'll see them little by little. They'll just start rising to the top. Those are the ones you grab. You lock arms with them and you teach them all the insights. And you basically just help them get their way faster. It's yeah. duplication, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just about out of time, Danny. Um, you know, why should we attend Relentless, man? I mean, I, I think, I think this is going to be freaking mind-boggling yeah. amazing tell us about it because i know a lot of people out there are gonna are gonna sign so up I'll, to go. so i'll tell you a story um i just interviewed two people because i was just curious like what happens when you go to the event right so i'll tell you one story a guy named jose bonilla from denver colorado jose three years ago four years ago when we had the first event he came it was a small event there were like 400 people in the room i didn't even know how to host an event it was only a one-day event I didn't even know what I was doing, but he came. And he came just in faith because he saw on social media what we were doing, so forth and so on. And we were just reminiscing on this interview. Since that event, he's lost 60 pounds. His income went from like, I think it was 90,000 a year to 475,000 a year. He was poking, he was smoking one pack a day. He no longer smokes at all. And he was working seven days a week. He now only works five days a week. And he was literally telling me there were days where I would kiss my kids in the morning and I wouldn't see them for three days. And now he doesn't miss a single game. Life is balanced in order. He's making more money. So I would say, why should you come to Relentless? Honest to God, and I, I don't care about your money. I don't, I don't care about any of that. I care about you growing. It, it's, in my opinion, there's no other event like it on planet earth because you won't get pitched you you it, it's all it's about you growing and we're going to work on your mindset and your beliefs we're going to work on your sales skills and we're going to work on your ability to generate wealth and so that's what the three days is about and freaking kobe is coming for uh, uh, i mean kobe bryant i mean, I mean kobe, bryant, yeah, yeah. kobe bryant kobe bryant teddy mellencamp I mean, from the housewives of beverly hills mikey garcia the champ it's going to be great good stuff man yeah. good stuff all right last question man what's What's the ultimate dream, man? I mean, what do, what do you think? I mean, what's the, you know, on that tombstone, what do you want people to say about you? What's that ultimate dream, man? So I was 20 years old when I, when I was challenged to make a mission statement, a personal mission statement. And my mission statement was to be the best man I can be with the gifts and talents that God has blessed me with and to help others be the best that they can be with their gifts and talents. And I, I think honestly, man, if like, like this poor kid on welfare from the hood in Rialto, California can go out and do something halfway decent and, and, and I can help other people to do that as well, I think that's the ultimate dream for me. And to be honest with you, man, like sometimes I get goosebumps, I'm living it. You know, sometimes we don't stop and realize that you're actually living it. Now it's just about manifesting it in a perfect way because I've paid the price, I've paid my dues, I really want to travel a lot right now and, uh, and just enjoy life. You know? well, if you need anybody to travel with, we I, will. Love, we I will. love traveling. Okay, I mean, that's good. my that's your thing. pastime. That's my thing. Okay, cool. I travel the world, Brazil and South Africa awesome. and awesome. all kinds of fun places. Uh, and so 
Look, um, I know you got Danny on demand. Tell yes. us a little bit about Danny on demand. Yeah, it's a, what it's is a, that? It's an online subscription. You could just go to dannymorell.com to find out. Um, it essentially, you know, those the, the the four pillars of growth: how to generate business, how to convert that business, how to cultivate a following on social media and through you know residual through your uh, your your sphere of influence, and your mindset. We essentially release videos every single month. Uh, on those courses, it's only like 290 bucks a month or whatever it's that. But if, if I were them, get to Relentless. Right, right, Honestly, right. get to Relentless. Uh, you go to relentlessevent.com to check it out. Um, that's where I would say, go, 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 come spend three days. Good It'll stuff, be man. Yeah. Well, hey, look, let me just summarize real quick, man. I mean, come on. I mean, coming from a poor upbringing to a multi, multi-millionaire today, value leadership, um, you know, 20 years old, just starting in business, control what you can control, uh, go through adversity. Look, we all go through adversity. We all have adversity. Yeah. You know, understand that you are not alone when you're going through it. Right. We've all been through it. We've all had it happen to us. It's okay. You will get through. Just have some faith. Don't stop doing the fundamental things that you know are the right things to do to grow your business, don't stop those things. And just know that there's always a season for everything. You will get out of that season and greatness is right over uh, the hill. Um, you know, integrity, honesty. I mean, seriously, have some sort of integrity in your life. Stop being a flake. Stop p telling people you're going to do something and you don't do it. Right. Have some integrity, have some character, be honest with people. And by the way, I love the fact that because I'm a big proponent of saying sorry. You know, mm -hmm. if I screw up, oh. look, because I'm, I'm human. If I screw up, I'm going to tell you I'm sorry. Not if, when. It, when, you know when what? it happens. And yeah. look, I had a situation the other day. I said, I'm sorry. I apologize. My bad. Yeah. My fault. But look, this is the mindset of, of a winner. And so, look, last thing. Please share this podcast yes. with everyone you know. Uh, follow Danny on Instagram. He's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, lots of incredible videos that he's posting out right now. Uh, we're still signing people up every single day on the Wealth on the Beach Club. Every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m., uh, there's a half an hour lesson, a 30-minute Q&A with me. You can ask me anything you want to. And, uh, of course, check out alonzoacademy.com for all the details. And as always, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Lots of wonderful free content. Uh, can't tell Danny, how, I just can't express how much I appreciate you being here today. I'm glad you invited this, me. This means the world to me. I didn't even know there was another, I, I'm glad I met you. We're gonna be hanging out. There you go. This, this, yeah. this is gonna be a start of a very yeah, good friendship. Um, but hey, look, dream bigger than ever and make sure that you do it now. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll see you at the top. Take care.